Laurel, Gary and Mark. Classic Hits 4KQ. Under the sea. Under the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. I think something that has really concerned us as Queenslanders, oh, and Australians, it should, and that is the health of the Great Barrier Reef. And every year we seem to get a pretty ordinary report card. And we've got on the phone this morning to talk about that, uh, Dr. Lisa Schindler. Good morning, Doctor. Good morning. We've been hearing this for 15 years now about the decline of the Great Barrier Reef. What are the main issues that we're facing? So the number one threat is climate change to the Great Barrier Reef, and that's warming waters through the burning of fossil fuels, which is creating these marine heat waves and then is causing this coral bleaching. So corals really are very sensitive to temperature change. So, you know, like us, when we have heat waves on land, we can just go and get air conditioning or cool off, whereas corals are very sensitive to this change. As that temperature increases, we're seeing more and more of these bleaching events. Is it as simple as saying that the reef can slowly move into deeper, cooler water or does the coral rely on some sort of sunshine or they need to be closer to the shore? Coral can't really move, but it could migrate gradually throughout time, but coral is stuck. So corals need light and they have these um, algae inside them that um, are called zoanthalae. They take the light and they give the coral energy. And when the coral gets stressed from heat, it um, gets rid of this zoanthalae. When I was a kid, it was always uh, the problem for the Great Barrier Reef was the crown of thorns starfish. It was killing off the reef. Is that still a problem? It is still a problem. And crown of thorns starfish are a problem from water pollution, but it's not the main problem now. The main problem is climate change, and that's where we're seeing this deterioration. As we go on, if we don't do anything on climate change, we'll see this gradual change in the Great Barrier Reef, and it will, will change from sort of a coral system to probably more algae, which will completely change the whole dynamics of the system. Is this as simple as voting for the Greens? The problem at the moment is that both the major parties don't have emission reduction strategies that are strong enough to save the reef. So while ALP's one is is higher, it's still not enough. And so people, when going in to vote, need to have a think if the reef is what they want to vote for, then they need to really have a think about the different policies. We'll be having a policy analysis up on our website at amcs.org.au that people can go and have a look at. And the best thing that people can do as well on a national scale is to talk to their local members and highlight what a concern this is for them. Well, let's hope we do something before they change the name to the not as great as it used to be Barrier Reef. (laughs) Yeah, true. And I just wanted to flag that it's not too late for the Great Barrier Reef. So we're seeing more and more of these, you know, really upsetting reports. But the Great Barrier Reef is really huge. It's 2,300 kilometres long. It's still healthy in a lot of parts. So we do have time. We just, we're running out of that time. So we really need urgent action to happen before it is too late. Dr. Lissa Schindler, thanks so much for your time this morning. Great, thank you. Laurel, Gary and Mark. Classic Hits 4KQ.